Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Today's daf Maseches Gitin is daf Ayin Bey 72. We begin almost halfway down Ayin Bey's Mud Aleph. We're going to have three sections in today's daf. First is going to be a four-part Mishnah regarding cases where a fellow gave a get to his wife and stipulated if he should pass away from a specific illness, or we'll see, and if it's going to be effective or if it's not effective because it's an issue of being a get after death. That's going to be the first, and then we'll have an explanation on the term imati within this section. The second section is going to be two versions of Rav Huna in his clarification of the Mishnah, and we'll see the two different versions of what he commented. And the third section is going to be another statement of Rav Huna, actually, where there's going to be a machlokes between Rav Huna and Rabba and Rava regarding the ability of a shchiv meira to undo a get or a present that he gave uh, if he would get better um, from the illness that he gave the get, for example, that he was experiencing. So let's get started. The Mishnah almost halfway down, Ayin Beis Mud Aleph, and the Mishnah tells us as follows. We're going to have four cases over here, four sections in this Mishnah. Okay, section number one. So a guy gives a get to his wife, and he stipulates, this is your get, imati, if I die. So he says, if I die, this is going to be your get. Now the issue we're going to have with this is, it seems to be, imati is after death, which means he's saying the get should be effective after I die, which is impossible because a guy cannot divorce his wife after he's not alive anymore. Or if he says, if I die from this illness, um, then you're going to be divorced. Again, the issue is is that it's, again, after he dies and not before. And the third case in this first section is, this is, this is the most clear case that's the issue, is this is your get after I die. So in all these cases, it's not effective at all because he's trying to effect a get after he dies, which is impossible. Now, case now, section number two. But if he says, he says, the get should be effective from today if I die. Or me'achshavimati, from now if I die. So I raise a get. Then the get is going to be effective. Meaning, what he was saying was, when I die retroactively, it's effective from today. And therefore, it was effective actually bef- before he died. Which means that that type of get will, in fact, be impactful. Now, case number three brings these two cases together. And it tells us a case that would create a suffix. What if somebody said, He said, here's your get that should be effective from today and for after I die. So in this case, get get. it's a suffix if it's effective. And therefore, it's a get and it's not a get. So Rashi explains the reason it's a suffix is because we don't know when he says, does he mean to make it a tenaya condition to be effective from today and it should be effective? Or when he says the latter words, after death, is that a chazara, it's a retraction, and really wants it to be effective after, in which case it's not going to be effective. So therefore, based on the suffix now, the imes, should this man pass away, we don't know if she's divorced with that get prior or not, and therefore she should require something from the brother-in-law if her husband died without children. So chaylet says, but he can't do yibam because maybe she's a grusha, she's divorced already, and he's actually prohibited to marry her. 
So therefore, she'll have to receive chalitza and not yibum. Now, case number four in the Mishnah, section number four, if somebody says, He says, here's your get from today, if I die from this illness. So a fellow was sick with some sort of an illness, and he says, if I die from this illness, it should be effective from today. But he got up, and he went out in the market. We'll discuss this in the Gemara. It seems like he became somewhat healthy, able to walk around. And then after, afterwards he became sick and he died. So then we have to evaluate the situation. If he died because of the original illness, so then the condition of the get that he had set forth, if I die from this illness, was met. Then she's a grusha and she's divorced. But if not, if he died from the secondary illness, so get, then it would not be considered a get because the condition wasn't met. And since the condition wasn't met, she's just an almana and not a grusha. Okay, now the Gemara picks up and says, let's look at these words imati, because there's a contradiction between the implications of the first and second sections of the Mishnah. The first section of the Mishnah says, Zegitech imati. In such a case, if he says, this is your get if I die. So the halacha is, that's like a get after death, and it's not effective. So Alma says the Gemara, this would imply, that the words imati means he's trying to make it effective after death, and that's why it's not effective. The problem is, the second section of the Mishnah says, if the fellow said, the get is effective from today, if I die, or from now if I die. And halacha is harez a get. It is an effective get. So Alma, why are we able to say it's an effective get without suffix? Yimati Alma, we see from the second section, Yimati misadami. Obviously, it's not like after death. Because if it was like after death, so then it should be more akin to the third case, the second case. Because the second case, me'ayom imati, if the words imati really means after death, so it should be similar to the third case where there's a suffix. Elamat must be, imati is pasha, that it's before death, and that's why it's effective and there's no suffix. So the Gemara says, then you have a steer between the first and second parts of the Mishnah. The words imati have dual implication. It could, all, it could imply originally, which is how it, how it implies in the second case in the Mishnah. It also could imply after death. Uh, and therefore, Abai explains like this. It depends on the context of what the words it's used with. Amr la mehayom, if in, as in the second case, he said mehayom imati. So the word mehayom tells us how to understand imati, which means originally before he died, kemanda amr la dami, and it's as if he said imati from now, and therefore she will be divorced. However, as in the first case of the Mishnah, if he did not say me'ayom, he just said, so then it emerges that we'll interpret these words imati like after Misa. That's as if he said to the woman, I want it to be effective after death, which is not effective, and that's why she's not divorced. Now Rashi explains over here that the third case of the Mishnah, the reason it's a suffix is because he didn't say imati in the third case. The third case was hayom ulaachar misa. He said from now and after death. Now, hayom could be from now, but laachar misa is not imati. So you can't interpret that to mean before because that's not what it means. It means afterwards, and that's why there's a suffix in the third case if it's effective or not, creating a scenario that you need to do chalitza. Okay, let's move on to the second section of the day. The Mishnah told us, This was the first case in the Mishnah. The first of the first, the first case of the first section of the Mishnah. This is your get if I die. So we said, The get is not effective. We explained already, like, like the Abai explained to us, because it means after death in this case. 
So we have two versions of Rav Huna explaining parts of the Mishnah. The first is going on this case that we just mentioned. Rav Huna says, In this first case, it says, There's no necessity. The get is, it's not impactful at all because it's after Misa, but she still requires Chalitza. However, says Rav Huna, the brother-in-law, should this man pass away, cannot do Yibum. No Yibum, but would still require Chalitza. So the Gemara says, But Katani. But in this case, when it's la'achar misa, we're saying the get has no impact, and therefore there should be a capacity to do yibum. So the Gemara answers la'amar klum. Maybe what it means in the Mishnah when it says la'amar klum is the asira la'alma, is that she's prohibited to everyone else. Meaning we don't look at it as an effective get that she'd be permitted to the rest of the world. But uliyavam nami asira, perhaps she's still prohibited to the yavam as well. And therefore the yavam, he's not allowed to do yibum, but he would still have to do chalitza because she's still married to her husband. Asks the Gemara, but the problem with this interpretation is it's not mashma in the flow of the Mishnah like this because we have to seifa chaletzes. The fact that in the third part of the Mishnah we said where it's a suffix she has to do chalitza mechlal dereshi yivumi nami miyabma. That implies that we say in the Reisha the first part of the Mishnah lo amar klum it means it's entirely an ineffective get and yibum is, is is possible because if it also meant only chalit you have to do chalitza should have mentioned that but it only mentioned that in the third section not the first. So the Gemara answers, the way we interpret Rav Huna is that Rav Huna is actually saying something that's not in the Mishnah. Meaning Rav Huna was interpreting that the Mishnah is like the opinion of the Rabbanan, as I'll explain in a moment, but he's saying according to Rav Yossi, the halacha would be different. Now what is this based on? So is Machlokas Rabbanan Rav Yossi, do we say Zmanu Shal Shtar Mochiach Alav? So the case is, the case in Baba Basra, before a father passes away, he wants to give over properties to his son, but he doesn't want his son to fully acquire it before he dies. So what he says is, the Rabbanans say in order to transact this during the lifetime and then it transfers entirely after, he has to say the words, Mehayom, he has to write in the, get, the document of transfer, Mehayom ula achar misa. And the way we'll interpret that is, that from now, he's transferring the gufa karka to the son, and after death, he transfers over the peros to the son as well. Now Rabbi Yossi disagrees and says you don't, you don't actually have to write Mehayom because Zmanu Shal Shtar The time that's listed in the Shtar itself implies when you want the transaction to go through and it will already go through while the father is still alive. So the Gemara says like this. Says the Gemara, what is, how do we understand Rav Huna's Pshat that he's saying Mecholetzes? This is in the Shita of Rabbi Yossi. So let's see this inside now. Masnisin Kerabanan. The Mishnah is like the Rabbanan. And be, since the Mishnah is like the Rabbanan, that means in the first case of our Mishnah, the get is completely ineffective. Since it's completely ineffective, because we don't say, and therefore was only trying to make a get after Misa, which is not effective, of course there is an opportunity to do Yibam after death as well. But Rav Huna de Rav Huna is saying that she only receives Chalitza, that would be in the opinion of Rav Yossi, the Amr who says, the date in a document implies that you wanted it to be effective from the time that it was written. So therefore, says the Gemara, since Rabbi Yossi holds and Rahuna saying in that case, in this case of the Mishnah, even though you said Zegite you meant for it to be effective from now because there's a date in it. Therefore, it will be as if it did have some effect, and that's why you're not allowed to do Yibum. So the Gemara says, I don't understand though. I Rabbi but if it's like Rabbi Yossi, who is interpreting like Rabbi Yossi, Chalitza Nami Loitibai. So then, according to Rabbi Yossi, the get should be effective from now, meaning it's a full get because Manashosh Darmochiyachalav. So why do you even need Chalitza? Says the Gemara. 
Maybe you'll say Maybe Rav Huna actually had a suffix. If the halacha is like or not like Rav Yosi. Says the Gemara, but is that a suffix to Rav Huna? There was a story. Rabbi Baravua was sick. Rav Huna and Rav Nachman went to visit this Rabbi Baravua. Before they visited, can you ask him the following? Do we pass in like Rabbi that the time implies about it being effective from now or not? Ask him that shaila. Do we pass in like Rabbi or not? So Amr Leis Rabbi Nachman said back, I don't even understand the reason of Rabbi I don't even understand why he says you don't have to say Mehayom. Uh, and it still would be effective from now. Halachi, boy, you want me to ask him a shaila as to what's the halacha? So I'm going to serve Hunas back to Rav Nachman. At boy, halacha. You ask him what's the halacha like. Who's the halacha like? The time of Rav Yosi, and I'll explain to you the reason. Rav Yosi says you don't have to say mehayom, and it would still be effective from now. So they got to Rabba Baravua, and boy, me Rav Nachman asked him. Was, is the halacha like Rabbi Yossi or not? Amar Leis, Rabbi Baravua said back, Ochi Amar Rav, Rav Paskins, halacha ke Rabbi Yossi, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, that we say, you don't have to say me'ayom, it's effective already from the beginning, the kufa karka shifts, and only later when he dies, does do the peros have to transfer over. So the Gemara says, Labasar, the Nafak, the story continues, after they left Rabbi Baravua, Amar Leis, so Rav Huna said to Rav Nachman, Hainu time to Rabbi Yossi. The reason Rabbi Yossi says, you don't have to say me'ayom, and it's automatically effective from the time you wrote it, to Kassar, because Rabbi Yossi holds, Zman HaShoshtar Machiach HaLav, that the date that's written into a shtar automatically implies you want it to be effective from now, and therefore, even without me'ayom, the halach is going to be that it's effective from the beginning. But says the Gemara, you see clearly, Rav Huna is not mesopic if we pass like Rabbi Yossi or not. So if that's the case, and then the reality is we so then it should be ineffective again you shouldn't even need chalitza so why is there a necessity for chalitza in this first case of the mission according to Rabbi Yossi as Rav interprets him Ella, so the Gemara says no really there's a different suffix here that Rav Huna had Rav Huna had a suffix turning to Ayin Beis Mud Beis Rav Rabbi Yossi says, which means if you have a document and in the document there's a date and then there's some implication from the writing, the way you write it, let's say, Achar Misa, no, really he wants it to be effective from the beginning because of the Zman and the Shtar. But the suffix here is, does Rabbi Yossi extend this ruling even to when you say something without writing it into the document? Meaning, in a scenario where the fellow, which is our case, in the document it was a normal looking get. Now, a normal looking get is great, no problems. But now, which is the case of the Mishnah, he's saying to the woman verbally, So the Shaila is, do we say, and it overrides the verbal declaration he's saying after, meaning it's the same thing if it's verbal or it's written inside, or do we say no? The fact that he's saying this out loud, he didn't write it in, you can't say that the Zman and the Get will cancel out what he's saying, and it's like a retraction from what this concept of Zman HaShoshtar will be, and therefore it should not be effective, because Harezagit is to say that I don't want the Get to be effective till I die, and therefore it shouldn't be effective. This was his suffix, and that's why he said Chaylet says, but not Misyavemis. We don't know if Rabbi Yossi extends it to Balpetu. Asks the Gemara, but did Rabbi Yossi really, was there really a suffix about this? Meaning, was Rav Huna 
If Rabbi Yossi held Balpeh, it's Osafik if we extend the ruling of Zman HaShoshtar Mechiyachalav, overriding the other condition. We have a mission later on Ayin Vav Mudbeis. And the Mishnah tells us, If he says to the woman, he gives her a get and he says, Here, this is your get. It should be effective after 12 months if I don't come back in 12 months. The Mishnah says, If he dies within the 12 months, and again, it's not an effective get because he died before the 12 months finished up. And on that, the Chachamim taught, the Brisa taught, actually, the rabbis allowed her to remarry, means they said it is an effective get. And we say over there, Man who is the Rabbi Seinu? It's the Beisdin that permitted the oil of Goyim. So there's a Dean over there, Rabbi Yudinesia's court, who's the grandson of Rebbe, he permitted us to consume the oil of Goyim. But the point is, Visavri law, why did they say that this is an effective get? Because they held like so therefore, since the Zman and the Shtar is Mochiach, that he wanted it to be effective originally, because that's what's written into the Get, even though he made a verbal declaration of it overrides the verbal declaration. So it should come out here too, as long as the Get's kosher and there's a Zman in it, even if he says Imati, it shouldn't make a difference and it should override, and therefore the Get should be effective, and there should not, not be a necessity at all for Chalitza. So again, back to the question, what's the suffix of Rav Huna? Why does he say you need to do chalitza? So the Gemara says, Ella, rather, Ella, the Gemara says is, rather, <coughs> it, it's obvious that Rav Yossi holds, even Balpeh, if somebody makes a declaration after, that seems to contradict that it should be from now, we would still say, and it would override the future declaration. So rather, what was Rav Huna's suffix? Nesaf galei halacha halacha. His suffix was, do we paskin like Rav Yossi balpeh? means, do we only follow Rav Yossi when there's tenoyim written into the document, we could say, and it makes it effective from now? Or do we say, maybe when it comes to verbal declarations, perhaps we don't paskin like Rav Yossi, and the Zman will be overridden, and it's lachar misa. Therefore he says, choletzes, asks the Gemara, mimesaf galei, was Rav Huna really misopic about this? Rav says two categories. He says, if somebody says, if somebody says, behold, this is your get, if I die, Rashi says the implication of this is tonight. It's a condition. If I die, it's a, con- it's a get from now. Or if he says, that I will die, I get. So such a get would be effective. However, if he says that it should be a get, when I die, or after I die, get it would not be effective. Now let's analyze Rava. Hey what's the case of the first category that Rava said is effective? If the case is where he said mehayim, let's go with the easy case of Rava. Mehayim would come out that Rava says imati mehayim, which is. Right, that's the, the second case of our Mishnah, really. And it's the opinion of the Rabbanon. So, is there a necessity for Rava to say this? That's the case of the Mishnah, of Hatanan, the second c- category of our Mishnah. So, it can't be it's Hayom and it's the Rabbanon Shita, because then that's a Tanoic teaching. You don't need a Rava to explain that. The Elalav, it must be what's the case of Rava, the first category of Rava? He did not say from today. For Rabbi Yossi, and it's the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, and Shema Minot would appear that we would emerge from this, that the halacha, halacha ke Rabbi Yossi, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, even Baal Peh, we would say, Zman al-Shashtar that the Zman implies about his speech, that it would be effective nonetheless. So why is Rav Huna Mesopik? 
Gemara gives two answers. The first answer, the Gemara says, Rav understood Pashut that the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, that even verbally the Zman would override. According to Rav, it was Pashut that even if there's a verbal command after the Zman that's written into the Get, we'll override that verbal command and it'll be from now. But according to Ravuna, he had a suffix. He didn't know if we would pass him like Rabbi Yossi in that regard. And therefore, he had a suffix, you have to do chaylatzis. That's the first answer. You say, alternatively, you can say a second answer. Really, the case of Rav is when he said, that's the opinion of the Rabbanan, as we stated in the Mishnah. The other languages in the statements of Rav are the chidushim. What are the chidushim? In the first grouping, he said, Rav said, that I will die. So the chidush is, that's, Ki'imati dami. It's the same as imati. So when you say ayoyim imati or ayoyim sha'ani meis, it would also be effective. Me hayoyim would be effective from now, uh, according to the Rabbanan Shita, as, and really it's just elucidating our Mishnah. And the, the second chiddush would be kisha'amus. That in the second grouping of Ravas, when he says kisha'amus, that's kila achar misa dami. That's like saying hayoyim la achar misa, even though the Mishnah doesn't state this explicitly. Rav is just expounding. Beautiful. So this is all in the first version of Rav Huna, and we came out that he's Masubic. If we pass him like Rav Yossi, even Balpeh, the Zman will override or not. That's why you have to be Choyletzes. And he was speaking about the first case of the first category of our Mishnah. Now we move on to the second version of Rav Huna. Now some teach Rav Huna's statement on the Seifa, which is the third case of the first category of our Mishnah. What was the third case? The case was where he said, this is your get after I die. So the Mishnah Paskin, the first category, it's not effective. Because it's the Achar Misa. That Rav Huna says, According to Rav Yossi, the Allah would be, you require Chalitza. Why would it be you need Chalitza? So the Gemara says, because again, Rav Huna, Rav Yossi holds, and since he holds, the document doesn't necessarily have the impact. So it's like the case of Hayomula Achar Misa. It's a suffix. In a suffix, you can't do yibam, but you would need chalitza, according to Rav Yossi. So the Gemara says, Peshitta, this is obvious. The Gemara asked the question in an interesting way. But me to say, for the fact of the third category of our Mishnah, according to Rabbanan's opinion, is chalitza, because there's a suffix, as you use the words, misa, creates a suffix if it's a tanai, a condition, and it should be effective, or a chazar, retraction, and it's only effective after, and it's not. So that's according to the Rabban who say when you verbalize it, it creates a suffix. But according to Rabbi Yossi, who says that initially it's going to be from now originally because Manashashtar Machiach love. So Reishanami, the Rabbi Yossi, it's obvious that according to Rabbi Yossi, when you only verbalize after Misa, included in that is before because Manashashtar Machiach love, the Allah should So what's the Chiddush of Rav Huna in saying in that case you would have to get Chalitz according to Rabbi Yossi? So the Gemara says, Mao de Tema, the Gemara answers, maybe you would have said, Rabbi Yossi Baha Karebi Spirale. We're going to see, Rebbe argues on the Rabbanan actually in that third case. And Rebbe says she's actually considered divorced. And since Rebbe holds she's divorced, meaning he makes, so therefore maybe Rabbi Yossi held like Rebbe in that regard. And therefore, even when you don't verbalize it in the first category, where according to Rabbi Yossi, it's like you verbalize Me'ayom because Manashashtar Mechiach love. So maybe Rabbi Yossi would follow him and he wouldn't even require Chalitza. The Amr Gitama Al Yehu Have, that Rabbi Yossi, because Rebbe holds it's an effective get altogether. So if Rabbi Yossi held him, he wouldn't require Chalitza either. Rebbe doesn't hold like Rabbi Yossi, nor does Rabbi Yossi hold like Rebbe. And we're going to explain what that means momentarily, but the point that we're saying here is, 
Rav Huna is explaining that Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold like Rebbe, and therefore, where you only verbalize after Misa, although included in that is Mehayom, because Manashashtar Mochiach Alav, it creates a suffix, and therefore Chaltzin, not like Rebbe, who says that it would be an effective get, you wouldn't even require Chalitza. So now let's explain what we meant by Rebbe doesn't hold like Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold like Rebbe. Rebbe lo savar like Rabbi Yossi, Rebbe doesn't hold like Rabbi Yossi, Tekatani Kazeget, because Rebbe says, Kazeget, like this case is going to be a get, Lemute de Rabbi Yossi, excluding Rabbi Yossi, that in the case of Rabbi Yossi, it's not going to be a get. Rabbi Yossi lo savar like Rebbe, and Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold like Rebbe, Tekatani Kazeget, because Rabbi Yossi also teaches Kazeget, meaning in a scenario which we'll discuss momentarily, Rabbi Yossi holds the get as effective, Lemute de Rebbe, as opposed to this case, meaning where it's Hayom Achar Misa, or in the case of Rebbe, where you don't even say Me Hayom, just Manashashtar Mechiachalav, it's a suffix. And he holds like the Chachamim in that regard, it would be a suffix, and it wouldn't be a effective get. Now let's explain. Rebbe Maihi, what is the case of Rebbe that we're saying he would disagree with Rebbe Yossi? Titania, as the Brisa teaches, If somebody stipulates, this is really the third case of our Mishnah, get get So as the Chachamim, which is the opinion of our Mishnah, it's a suffix get. Rebbe Omer Kazeh Get. Rebbe says this is an effective get. So Rebbe saying Kazeh Get, this is going to be an effective get, but what is Rebbe saying? Where you don't say mehayom, we don't say zmanah shoshtar mochiach alav, and if you only said la'achar misa, it would actually not be effective altogether because in get la'achar misa. So Rebbe's excluding Rabbi Yossi. Now let's go the other way. Rabbi Yossi, Mahi, what is the case that Rabbi Yossi says kazeget to exclude, that he doesn't hold like Rebbe, that in this case it would be an effective get? To Tanan, as the Mishnah teaches later on, Ayin Vavamud Beis, Kisvu Vitznu Get Leishti. If he says to some Shluchim, write and give a get to my wife, Im Lobasi Mikan Vadiyud Beis Chodesh. If I don't come back for 12 months, so Kasvu Vesaychid Beis Chodesh. If they wrote the get within 12 months, Vinasnu Laachar Yud Beis Chodesh, and they gave it after 12 months, Ainoi Get. It's not an effective get. Because the Tanakhama says the writing also has to be done after 12 months. But Rabbi Yaisi Oimer, Kazeg Get. Rabbi Yaisi says this would be an effective get. And Rashi explains why. Because if he really meant to say he only wants it to be written after 12 months as well, he would have said, Imloi Ba'asi, Kisvu Vitznu. But instead he said, So what was he saying? You could write it now, but only give it after 12 months. On this, Rabbi Yossi says clearly, Why is he saying, this is a get, as opposed to the case where it's, or according to Rabbi Yossi in general, since you just say, So then Rebbe says in such a case, it is a get. According to Rabbi Yossi, however, we would say it's a suffix, and that's why Rav Huna is saying, to imply that he doesn't hold like Rebbe. Okay, let's move on to the final third section of the day. The Mishnah had told us in the fourth case, the fourth part of the Mishnah, This is your get from today if I die from this illness. So we said if he gets up and he goes out of the market, and then he dies, so we have to determine that he died from the original illness, and it is an effective get, or did he die from a different illness, and it's not an effective get. Amar Rav Huna says Rav Huna. The get of a shchiv meira is similar to the gift of a shchiv meira. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? Let's see. Number one, just as the gift of a shchiv meira, if he gets better, so the gifts come back to him. Again, this is even where you don't stipulate imati, just in general. If he gives gifts, it's under the assumption that he's giving it, assuming he's dying. So if he gets better, he gets those gifts back. Afgito, so too, says Rav Huna, 
with his get, im omar chayzer. This is not necessarily where he stipulates. Rashi speaks this out. He didn't say imati. He just gave it. But it's understood I'm only giving it because I'm going to die. But the Gemara says, says Ravuna, therefore, if he doesn't die, the get is undone and she's not divorced. And number two, this we're not going to focus much on, but Uma Gitai Afagav Deloy Parish, really we spoke about this earlier in the Masechta, just as by Gitin, even though he doesn't say clearly, we know he passed in like Rav Shimon Shizuri, earlier we had Rav Shimon Shizuri who says if a person's Mesukin, it's Amachayamud Beis, he's uh, in a dangerous situation, he's about to die, and he gives Kisfu instruction, but he doesn't say Tanu, you can Kivan Domar Kisuk, Sovu Afagav Deloy Amar Tanu, even though he didn't say Tanu, you can still give it and write it, write it and give it, because that's what he meant to say, and he was just pressured. Afmat no, it's the same thing with gifts. If he says give a gift, even though there was no uh, actual Kenyan, it would still be an effective transaction because that's what he meant. He meant make this transaction, he just didn't, wasn't able to verbalize it because he was under such pressure. But the Chiddush that we're going to focus on now is that if Huna is saying that if he would get better, this get would be undone. And this is not where he said imati. And certainly where he says imati because he made that stipulation, if he got better <coughs> from this illness, so then he wouldn't have an effective get. But even where he didn't, it's just understood that I'm only giving a get on the grounds of the assumption I'm going to die. So therefore, says Ravuna, if he doesn't, it should be undone. Tanan asks the Gemara the question from our Mishnah. So we said in the fourth part of our Mishnah, imati. If he says, this is your get from today if I die. from this illness. And he got up and he walked out of the market, meaning it sounds like he got healthy. And afterwards he got sick and died. So we evaluate him. If he died because of the original illness, meaning it was just the same illness that came back, he never really got over it. Hareza get, so then it's an effective get. In love, but if not, if he died from it, something else, and I get, so then it's not considered an effective get. Asks the Gemara on Ravuna, the Amrit, but according to what you're saying, Im Amar Chayzer, that when he gets better, it undoes the get's effectivity. Salam Aliyumdina. So why are you evaluating them all together? Hareyamad, the Mishnah says he got better. So of course it's not going to be an effective get. Elamad, the fact that you're evaluating shows that it's not so simple that it would just be undone, like you're saying. Amar Mar Breder of Yosef. So Mar Breder of Yosef, Mishmei the Rav, in the name of Rava, Shanitek Mecholi Lecholi. What happened was, this fellow didn't really recover. It says Ahmad, but it doesn't mean he recovered. It meant that he went from illness A to illness B. Now, since he went from illness A to illness B, we need to determine what actually killed him. Was it illness A or was it illness B? But Enochinami, if he really got better, like we're saying, the get would be undone. Asks the Gemara Ahmad Katani, but the Mishnah says Ahmad, Ahmad's Mashmi got better. It means he got better from one and he fell into another illness. Asks the Gemara of Ahalach Bashukatim. It says he went down in the market. Lechayra Halach Bashuk implies that he was all better. So the Gemara answers Halach al Mishanto. It means he was walking with some sort of stick or crutches, leaning on something. He wasn't fully recovered. He went from one illness to another. He wasn't actually fully recovered. Turning to Ayin Gimel Amadalif. And then the Chiddush that the Mishnah is teaching us, as we can interpret it, like Rafuna is saying, where he was sick, and he was able to get up and go out, but he was still leaning on crutches, so, and, and then he had some other illness that actually kills him. So that's when we need to estimate, was it the original illness that killed him and the get should be effective, or was it the second illness and it's not effective? But the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, but otherwise... Meaning if he never actually was able to go out on his own strength, so you don't even need an evaluation. Meaning you could just assume obviously he never recovered from the first illness and therefore the get would be effective because he certainly died from the first illness. So the Gemara says, Shmas mina, we derive from this, from this teaching of Rav now he interprets the Mishnah, that if you have a sick person, 
that he went from one illness to another and he never really fully recovered in between. So we see that it should be an effective get. Meaning, we see it's only when he was oimed al mishante. So we're saying if he went from one illness to another and he never actually was able to go out on his own strength, Allah should be, it's an effective get because we assume he died from the first uh, illness and same thing with matano. So the Gemara says, "In yeah, that is the Allah actually." If went from one illness to another, he never was able to get out actually and go on his own strength. It would be an effective get because we assume that he was dying from the first illness, and therefore the gift would be uh, effective. He never really got better from it. Now that's all in Rav Huna Shita. So it comes out according to Rav Huna, <coughs> even, when he, even when he didn't stipulate. It's going to be considered a get uh, if I die from this illness. But he just gives a get when he's dying. So the halacha is going to be that if he does get better, the get is undone. Because we assume that's what his intent was. Only from a get if he dies, but not otherwise. Comes along Rabba and Rava. Rabba and Rava, they disagree with Rafuna. means they say, even if he gets better, the get's already been effective. He doesn't stipulate imati. He just gives a get. It's going to be effective. And they say like this, really midairaisa, you're right. We assume that that was his understanding, and it should be undone. However, it's a gezeira. We have to say that it's effective nonetheless. Gezeira shema yaimer yeshket la'achar misa. Because if people see that we say it's undone when he gets better, so they're going to think, what's the reason it's effective when he dies? Is because the get is effective after death. And then they're going to think in scenarios where there's actually a get la'achar misa, it should be impactful, which is problematic. So therefore, as a gezeira, we're saying, a gezeira measure, even in this case, we're going to say the get should be effective, even though on a derisa level, it undoes it. When he gets better, like Ravuna said, nonetheless, gezeira, it's going to be effective in all. Anyway, asks the Gemara, is it possible that Midai Rais were saying it's not an effective get because he got better and undoes the get? Because of a Gezeira, you're going to permit this Ashish Ish to the world? How could you do that on a rabbinic level if Midai Rais, she's still married? Because the get's ineffective. Mars says, in, yeah, you could do that. Call the Mekadish, you died to Zerabana Mekadish. Because whenever anybody gets married, they say, Gedas Maishavi Yisrael. They're getting married on the word of the rabbis. And therefore, the rab, the, they get married on the word of the rabbis. And sometimes, in this case included, the rabbis undo their Kedushin. So essentially, they made it that they were never married in the first place. I could understand if they had gotten married with Kesef originally so they could make the money transfer from being Kedushe Kesef to being a Matana in general and undo the Kedushin. But Kaddish Bebiyah Michael Amemar. If they had gotten married with Bia, how do you undo the Maisa, the actual action of relations that had happened, and that's not going to be a Kedushin? So Amar Lei, Sarvashi says back, Shavinu Rabbanan Lebi'ilasa Bi'ilas Nus. The Rabbanan made that those intimacies actually actions of Znus, not actions of Kedushin, and they undid it. So therefore what emerges is, according to Rabban and Rava, even on a Daraisa level, it should be undone because that's the simple understanding of what he gave it is that it's only going to be a get if I die. Nonetheless, rabbinically, they undo the Kedushin and say, because of a Gezeira, that they were never married and she's mutter to marry other people. We're stopping here about a third of the way down. Ayin Gimel and Aleph, Ezra Hashem, we'll pick up tomorrow with Ayin Gimel. Everybody have a wonderful day.